Hi, uh, it's Hassan here from the Weekly Regular. Uh, before we get into the, this week's episode, I just want to let you guys know that uh, the the tragedies in the United States uh, due to gun violence uh, over the last week or so is something that uh, has dominated news media, and, uh, and and there's been a lot of coverage from a lot of different outlets. Uh, we just wanted to quickly acknowledge that our hearts are heavy with the tragedy, and we f- definitely want to see change. Uh, we don't think it's ever too late for change. There's always room for um, bettering ourselves as, as a species and as a as a community, man. So uh, we didn't want to get into this in the main body of the of the show because we're doing a comedy podcast and there indeed is nothing funny about uh, what's going on. But uh, thank you for allowing me to be earnest with you for just a moment. And uh, now we will get into the show. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families of those wounded and lost in the violence. Thanks. This week's episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by... WeeklyRegular.com Dot com. That is the internet home of everything that we make for this show and everything under Weekly Regular. Yeah, we. Uh, you can find links to all the latest episodes of our podcasts uh, and other comedy content such as sketches... Uh, there's one up now and soon to be a second one. Very which is, soon. Yeah, very it's coming. Soon. So go ahead and bookmark Weekly Regular now. <laughs> bookmark. On Jesus, your, man. Uh, That's not 1997. In your, in your Internet Explorer. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and bookmark Open it. Open your Windows browser. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to forward the link to your uh, to all your friends and family. <laughs> and if you need any help figuring this out, I'm sure you can find a tutorial on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go to weeklyregular.com for all your Asan and Brandon comedy needs. Let's get into the show. Let's go. Yeah. Why I'm in gray, so they gotta be gray. Oh, I like the harmony. I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got blood problems. That's the human in me. Bling, bling, then I told that's the guy. Double Z-O. She doesn't say that. I was going to say, I haven't heard that. <laughs> That's, That's very cool. clunky. <laughs> L-I to the double Z-O. Double Z-O. Uh, you like that song? I do. I do. I think it's a cool song. I think Lizzo is like the new... She's like the female answer to Chance the Rapper. Ooh. Oh, I like her less now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see that? Okay, so let's get into that. Because I, I didn't want to be the only one. But um, did you watch her Tiny Desk concert? No, I didn't. I didn't know she had a Tiny Desk concert. She did one over the this past week. This is oh. part of what I did this week. Cool. I watched her Tiny Desk concert. And let me tell you, when you're... So you and you and I, you work with me uh, DJing for Rachel Hollis mm-hmm. for the Rise conferences yep. uh, all around the country, soon to be all around the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a room with uh, thousands of women in their you know 20s, 30s, and 40s, you play Lizzo, it hits way different than when you're in the car. Now, Truth Hurts is a great song. It's, it, I think it's an objectively good song, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think it will go down as like one of the best debut singles for a new artist, right? Similar to Bodak Yellow for Cardi B. Obviously, it's not that big of a song, uh, but I think it's a great song. However, uh, To give credit where credit is due, I think she had two previous albums. 
uh, prior Lizzo? to this. In Lizzo, yeah. Uh, but did, did those it, albums chart though? Or no, I don't think so. <laughs> don't she had one so. other like minor hit, but not. Juice was like the anything. last song. Is that on this album or the past album? Juice is on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Those are the only ones I know of. But anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I watched her Tiny Desk concert because I, you know, I want to support. She's a black artist. She's a, a female artist, which we need more of. Um. I honestly was not super into the Tiny Desk concert, and and granted, I I understand like it may not 100% be my energy and and I may not 100% be like the audience for a lot of her songs yeah but I don't know like <laughs> I think what it highlighted for the most to me is like how much production goes into her songs because yeah uh truth hurts is a song that everyone knows it's the really the only song besides juice that I know from Lizzo and so that I, that was the one I was most excited about to see on the tiny tiny desk concert and it the, I mean the band is amazing um I would imagine it would be a very different thing with a live band, though. It, it well, not really, because most of the track is just piano. That doo, yeah. doo, 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 is doo, the drummer doo. playing like an SPDS? He has that too, but he also has a full kit. Okay, so he's playing drums. So the music was fine. It's just there's a lot of production. And when I meant production, I meant like vocal production, because uh. there's a lot of she does a she's very active in her performance, like in the studio version of the song. She's very active in the performance, and it's a very quick moving song vocally. And live, she's trying to bring a lot of the same animation to her performance that she does in the record, and put more on top of that because it's a live setting. And it, and she's kind of out of breath the whole time, and it doesn't really. And you can kind of get away with that when you're doing like the BT Awards or something, and you're dancing, right, and there's right. vocals on the track, and and you're playing the flute and all that. But in the Tiny Desk version, she's kind of it's like super exposed. Yeah, it's super yeah. exposed, and the mic is right up on her mouth, kind of like this one. And she's just yeah, it just I was kind of like oh maybe this isn't the perfect platform for Lizzo, yeah. or maybe there should have been like a reinterpretation of the song, or maybe yeah. she kind of just talks through it. But she was doing like the exactly how you hear on the record is how she was doing it, and it was like eh. Hmm. And then yeah, and and just like her, her fan base is very reminiscent to me of the Chance the Rapper fan base. Like I'm seeing some of the same posts from those who <laughs> really enjoy Chance the Rapper as like their only outlet for hip hop, right. who are now embracing Lizzo as like the the next safe black artist for right. non hip hop fans to listen to. Right. <laughs> Like, so. like Macklemore <laughs> to Chance the Rapper to Lizzo. Yeah, <laughs> that's the the progression. Yeah, so. You know, I mean, good for her. I hope she wins and makes a bunch of money off these white people and <laughs> continues to put her art out there. More power to her. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm not a not a huge gotcha. Lizzo guy. But yeah, the song's great. It's a great song. Um, uh, you want to know what else I did this week? What else did you do this week, Hassan? <laughs> um, I uh, DJed. At I'm sorry. A, I'm really distracted uh, by the fact that you have your shirt off right yeah, now. Yeah, I have no I keep, shirt on right now. I keep looking down. Like I'm looking you in the eyes, and then I, I feel like a pervert because I keep yeah my, accidentally my eyes are up here, down. Brandon. Uh, my eyes are up here. Uh, yeah, I have my shirt off because it, we spent a long day outside shooting uh, a sketch, which you'll we see did. soon. Uh, and it was very hot. And um, now we're at um, we're at my place recording this uh, episode. And even though the air conditioning is on, I went for an extra level of comfort and decided to take my shirt off. I can't see your legs. And uh, whip it around my head like a helicopter, as P.D. Pablo would say, <laughs> in North Carolina. Uh, I can't see your legs. Right. So would I don't, you like to? I don't know that you do or do not have pants on, but I choose to believe that you do not have pants on. Um, I, I mean, I do have pants on. That's a, it's an objective fact. 
But uh, what were we okay. Saying? What did you do this week? Oh, uh, besides uh, traipse around in not many clothes. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, so I DJ uh, a restaurant gig pretty re- regularly here in Southern California, and uh, there's a uh, at this restaurant there are a uh, few like um, DoorDash or like Uber Eats, mm-hmm. like food delivery uh, people that regularly come into this restaurant to get orders and take them out, and. The the area the location that the restaurant is in is a, is around a bunch of other restaurants. So these guys have like what I just figured figured out is they have like a whole like like racket over there where they go to all the different they're constantly running back and forth between the restaurants there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy who's like a, works for the delivery services um, goes to a, like a cafe near the restaurant that I work at that uh, does a lot of desserts and baked goods. And what I found out so I'm just the DJ. I'm only there one night a week. And what I found out is he constantly brings desserts that they're trying to get rid of to the employees that work at the restaurant that Ooh. I'm at. <laughs> and I saw this I saw this transaction take place and I was uh very upset that I didn't get one. You're and like, I was What the hell, bro? I see you every week. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's that's weird. I didn't know that they, they give those to you. That's cool. And then uh like two hours later he comes in and he has a cheesecake for me. A and whole I, cheesecake? Well like they're like individually portion size. Okay. Like a little round oh, so cheese, not that big thing. of a deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a nice gesture. You know what? But at the I, same I, time. I withdraw the shout out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, fr- you know what? I'm gonna sound like a D word, like a dick. A, a D, D word? word? I don't know why. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, nope, nope. Uh, Hard command S from now on. I don't know D if word. I told you I'm Mormon now, so <laughs> the Church of Latter day Saints does not allow such words. No, uh, I was gonna say D bag, but then I was like, I don't wanna say D bag. And then so I was gonna say dick, but then my, my brain synapse fired and said D word, which is weird. Um, I love it. I think you're thinking of die ant word, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> The South African uh, rap You're thinking group? of Dante's Peak. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Dante's Inferno. No, you're, you're thinking, thinking of. of Dante Fierro, which is... Uh, <laughs> um, Dante what's Fierro. His name? What's oh, his name? Dennis Feinstein? Dennis Feinstein's real name. <laughs> no, you're thinking parts. of Harvey Weinstein. Or Weinstein. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're not thinking of him. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely not thinking of him. Um, anyway, uh, so you got some uh, a couple cheesecake bites. No, I got, yeah, I got a free cheesecake. It was pretty cool. And I'm gonna, I said I was gonna sound like a D word because uh, I don't remember his name. I was gonna shout him out, but shout out to the Uber Eats guy with the dreads at uh, the restaurant in South Pasadena. That if I, he uh, just gave you a cheesecake, he does not listen to this podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not after this episode. I'm gonna tell him to listen to the next episode after I go there this week. Ask him his name and then come re-record this. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's what I did this week. Um, no. Not a lot of uh, stuff. We prepped for that sketch that we shot. We did, um, and that, that was pretty much my week. What did What did you do this week? Um, oh, you know what? I lied. I, okay. okay. <laughs> I saw um, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, it was good. It was a good experience. Uh, the Rock is a genius at making movies that no one will object to see, <laughs> and that's like the like sort of like the most generic compliment you can give a like a filmmaker <laughs> and i mean not a filmmaker but like a film producer guy yeah like he makes movies that don't like aren't violently offensive to anyone right. and he's like the master at doing that well he's also the the one man in the world that no one can object to that's true so or woman makes sense 
Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, you know what's weird is how he's not sex. He's not sexualized in any right. of his movies. There was a little hint of that in this movie. It was weird. Like the movie was kind of being tongue in cheek about it because like there was like a will they won't they that like him and like the female lead in the movie and like they both at the end of the day were like nah we don't have chemistry <laughs> like they literally <laughs> said that in the movie <laughs> um, that's great yeah it's weird and he's like it's weird that I, he's not sexualized in any of his movie yeah, he's just like he's just this asexual killing machine <laughs> that gets sexual gratification from his, d- <laughs> the defeat of his enemies <laughs> from explosions <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah so it kind of like Arnold in in a lot of Arnold movies. He's not really sexualized either, except in like True Lies. Well, that, that was would, like the I one. I feel like, especially now, that would be difficult to sexualize Arnold Schwarzenegger. You think? <laughs> you, I think, as the record shows, he's done most of the sexualizing. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, um, with the, so I'm not up on the Fast and the Furious movies. Okay, at it all doesn't surprise me. What's um, the last Fast and the Furious movie you saw? Probably the second one. No, I think I saw some of Tokyo Drift because I remember <laughs> Bow Wow being in it. Was Bow Wow in Tokyo Drift? Oh yeah, I think yes, he is actually. Yeah. Back when he was like 13, <clears throat> hanging out with grown men in well, underground he, racing he, circuits. He had just dropped the Lil at that point. No, oh, so he was Bow Wow. Yeah. Now he's Shad Moss. Isn't that crazy? What? Bow Wow's real name is Shad Moss. Oh, I think he said Shag Moss. <laughs> I was very confused. No, you're thinking of Shaq. That's funny because I've seen uh, stuff on the internet about Shad Moss. That's little, I didn't that's realize that was, yeah. that was him. Who would you think it was? Just some guy? Some guy who's famous now. <laughs> the owner of Moss Brothers Dodge. <laughs> one, the, one of the co-owners of Moss Brothers Dodge, Dodge is Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> it's him and his brother Frank. Uh, no, yeah, his name is Shad Moss. Uh. You know who? Uh, let's. Oh, you know this might be a fun game. Let's do a uh, guess. Guess who a rapper is by their government name. Ooh. You know Calvin Brodus. Um, I'm gonna say that. Calvin. No, the only thing Brodus. I can come up with is no. You're thinking of Calvin Harris, <laughs> but <laughs> he's not a rapper. I'm not. I'm thinking of Calvin Brodus, and it's Snoop Dogg. Calvin Brodus. Yeah. Uh, you know Curtis Jackson. Yes, that's Fifty Cent. Um, you know Marshall Mathers. Yes, that's Eminem. Um, let's see if there's another one. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Yeah. Is it a man or a woman? Uh, it is a woman. Good question. Good question. Aubrey Graham. Uh, no <laughs> idea. Drake. <laughs> Aubrey Drake Graham. Is that crazy? <laughs> see, that's if you crazy. had watched, I like that you said it was a woman. So I was like, okay, Lil Kim, no Cardi B. I no. said it was a man. No, you said it was a woman. No, I said it's a man. Oh, I thought you said good question. It's no, a woman. No, I said it's a man. Let's rewind it. I feel like you said it's if a woman. If you really want to roll the tape, we <laughs> yes. can go, but I said it's a man. <laughs> Let's pause it, replay it, you want and to? see what you said. Go yes. for it. Yeah. Is it a man or a woman? Uh, it is a woman. Good question. Good question. <laughs> I told you. You said woman. I said woman. I'm so sorry to Drake. And yeah, no, that that's, I thought that I'm was sorry. part of the like the joke you were making. No, it wasn't a joke. I would never joke about Drake like that. I'm sorry. It, it, that Drake's yeah, Drake's real name is Aubrey Graham, and he is a man. Sorry. You want to you want to do a couple more? Yes, please. Um. Oh man. Uh. Oh. Um. Hold on. I, I know the last name of this artist, but I don't know the real first name, so I'm going to look it up, and then... Um, 
Um, let's see. Um, okay. I'm oh, never mind. I think it's his, 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 his real first name. I was going to say, I know Kendrick Lamar's real last name is Duckworth. Oh, yes. But his first name is Kendrick. Yes, Kendrick Duckworth. Um, yeah. um, on the... Oh, do you know uh, Chris Bridges? Um, Chris Bridges. I'm going to say... No. Uh, Ludacris. Oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, let's do one more. Uh, okay. I was trying to think of something, someone you you may know. Um, I got one that uh, you probably don't even know who John Denver is, but do you know John Denver's real name? Um, trick question. John Denver is his real name. <laughs> his name is Henry Don Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. <laughs> Deutschendorf. <laughs> And he decided to change it to John. No, you're thinking of Dusseldorf. Zach. <laughs> you're thinking of Doppelganger. You're thinking of Dumbledore. <laughs> um, uh, do you know? Uh, okay, what about Dijon McFarlane? Dijon McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Is he related to Billy McFarlane? No, neither is he related to Seth McFarlane. Okay, excuse me, uh, I should have said nor is he. D- nor. Neither is he. God, man. Dijon McFarlane. Dijon. I'm gonna go with. You're gonna laugh when you find out. I'm gonna go with DJ Mustard. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is DJ Mustard. I remember uh, seeing a, uh, an interview with DJ Mustard before. He was like one of the biggest producers on the planet, and he was like, uh, "They're like, yeah. So where'd you get the name? Uh, back when he felt like he had to do interviews, they're like, where did you get the name uh, DJ Mustard from?" He's like, well, my name's Dijon, so. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, that's all there is to it. All right. Simple uh, as that. Yeah, you did a great job. You did surprisingly better than I thought you Give me would. another one. Give me another one. Um, J.C. on Taylor. Oof, I shouldn't have asked for another one. <laughs> yeah. uh, is the name at all related? No. Okay. J.C. on Taylor. I'm going to go. I have no idea. Uh, the game. Uh, O'Shea Jackson? Uh, that is Ice Cube. Okay. And I know that because O'Shea Jackson Jr. Right. is his son who is just remaking all of his, <laughs> his movies. movies. Uh, Tracy Marrow? Tracy Marrow. You're going to be like, whoa. Tracy Marrow. Nope. Uh, Ice-T. Oh. All right, he la- looks like a Tracy. Yeah. Uh, last one. I don't think he would appreciate you saying that. <laughs> Uh, I would definitely not say that to his last, face if he were here. One. Yeah, no. <laughs> you look like a Tracy. What do you think my name is? You look you look like an iced tea. <laughs> um, Clifford Smith Jr. Clifford Smith Jr. His last one. Uh, can you give me a hint? Um, he's one of the members of Wu-Tang Clan. Oh. Uh, then I'm He's down with the Wu. Then I'm going to take a stab in the dark and go with ODB. Uh, no, it's Method Man. Oh. Um, yeah. You, did, right. you did pretty well, though. Dang, that's uh, uh, old, difficult. Old Dirty Bastard's name is Russell Jones. Gotcha. Yep. Um, <laughs> this has been Hip Hop Names with Brandon Shaw. Uh, <laughs> um, what else did you do this week? Anything notable? Uh, anything notable potent potables uh, <laughs> um that's a saturday night live reference um what else did i do i saw that movie um, oh i was gonna ask you uh, about this um is uh jason statham what is his character's name uh his character's name is deckard shaw okay good 
the his brother is Owen Shaw okay. from Fast Five. Okay. Yeah. When does Owen Shaw is not alive in the franchise no, anymore? He, right? Well, he's technically in a coma, so he could so, come back. So they're gonna point. bring him back yeah, for sure. Uh, probably. Who is he played by? Um, Luke Evans. Okay. He played Zeus in uh, in uh, that movie where. Henry Cavill plays Prometheus, um, Immortals, The Immortals. I think that's what it's called. Oh, I don't know. Uh, he's in. But I'm wondering that because my son's name is Owen Shaw, yeah. and we knew this going into it. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before. Maybe not. Uh, but we knew this going into it. But we liked the name, and we're like, oh, Fast and the Furious, it's whatever. Like it's not gonna be a, a big deal. And, <laughs> and it's like the hugest franchise in the world. <laughs> so well, there's only two people that have told us like, yeah, wait a minute. Me and who else? <laughs> you, yes, you are one of them. And then the other one is the MRI operator at the emergency room. <laughs> Was it Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> the MRI operator in the emergency room, um, the moment that Owen, it, it was like an emergency thing, and he's fine, he's totally fine. Uh, but he was being like... Uh, moved into the MRI machine mm -hmm. and then like okay uh, we have a MRI um, for Owen Shaw and my wife and I have no idea what's happening we're in tears we're so concerned about our boy and they, the operator goes wait Owen Shaw like the Fast and Furious movies he's like oh I'm gonna make sure my Maserati's locked <laughs> hey buddy hey you wanna race for pink slips huh <laughs> Like you're like, what are you doing right now? Yes, <laughs> I did not think it was funny at all. <laughs> the MRI operator is Vin Diesel. After the situation was resolved, were you like, man, thanks, thanks, Vin. We really appreciate uh, the, and I, you know, I, we really appreciate appreciate the care you took for our son. And I really think at this point, after going through all this together, I really think we're friends. He's like, no, we're not. I don't have friends. I got family. <laughs> and he like cracks open a Corona and walks out. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so part of the Hobbs and Shaw was I don't know if we want to get into the trailer that I, that I did not see but have read about in front oh. of Hobbs and Shaw do we want to talk about that or do you have other movie well, news I, I, I have my own weak stuff but I don't know W-E-A-K my own weak stuff to get through um, <laughs> movie stuff do you have any movie stuff or no uh, I have a, a couple movie things in a show Okay, so we'll, we'll, I'll just talk about this now. Okay. There was a trailer released before some showings, and I think it was only Thursday night showings, of uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, uh -huh. and it was for a new, wait for it, Christopher Nolan movie mm. called Tenet, T-E-N-E-T, -E -E like a, a tenet of a belief system. Oh, not tenant. Not tenant. It's not a movie. It's not a, someone who rents an apartment. It's not. Yeah, it's not a buddy comedy between like a uh, like a, 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 a landlord and his tenant who never has the rent on time. What am I gonna do with but, you, Marty? He's like, you're a terrible know. tenant, but my best friend. <laughs> Ever since my Marlene went home to be with our father, you've been my best friend around here, but also the biggest pain in my rear end. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah no it's uh called tenet and oh and that's what it is is that no i'm still going <laughs> okay. is that <laughs> he's like look you're a terrible tenant i have to evict you but you're my friend so i'm not gonna put you out on the street i'm gonna let you live with me <laughs> so they have to live together we'll see how this goes man did we just write a buddy comedy no we did not <laughs> i don't want to see this movie neither does anyone else they stopped making shows like this 12 years ago um no, Tenet is apparently has to deal deal with time travel, and it's 
I've read a synopsis of the trailer. My showing of the movie did not have this trailer in front of it. Um, but it stars John David Washington, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Uh, the same guy and from O'Shea Bo- Jackson Jr. <laughs> <laughs> also Colin they're, Hanks. They're playing their roles from Training Day and Friday, respectively. Uh, it's a weird mashup of movies. It's like the, the Hobbs and Shaw of black cinema. Um, no, so... Uh, uh, John David Washington of Black Klansman fame um, is in the trailer, and there's like a bullet hole. <clears throat> excuse me, a bullet hole in uh, like some plexiglass that's in the foreground, and he's in the background. And like, there's like some dialogue that says like uh, something. I don't know something. Time something something. Right? Time catches us all, or something. It's something better than that. But let's just say whatever. And he walks up to it. And like uh, the title says Tenet or whatever. And then it goes to black and then it comes back up again. And it says another quote, but slightly different. Uh, and then it, he does the same action, walks up to the foreground, and then the title comes up. Then it does it a third time, same thing. So there's obviously going to be like some weird time stuff going on in the trailer. Yeah, but the trailer doesn't give you anything. That's the whole trailer. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, I, and, it, and I think the interesting thing about it is it's not online yet. Like usually trailers, as soon uh, as they are released, they're online so people can go watch it. They haven't released it online. Huh. Uh, yeah. That's kind of exciting. It's probably Chris Nolan making a statement about go to the movies because I, I like yes, film and yeah. stuff. He's very outspoken Arr, about that. Kodak. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. doesn't talk like that. <laughs> go to the movies. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I did. Um, I finished watching Crashing. Oh, the, the Pete Holmes show? Pete Holmes show. What'd you think? What's happening? Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's happening, weirdos? What's happening, weirdos? Um, Peter. <sighs> Peter. Um, no, it was good. Uh, it, the, the season three is probably the best written season mm-hmm. of that show. I agree. Um, I think it's also the most... Um, it's the most complex show, I think, in terms of characterizations. Mm. Um, in, the first couple, in the first two seasons, Pete is very much uh, like a... Well, I'm Pete Holmes and like very kind of not one dimensional because it's a w- better written show than that. Yeah. But he's very much like the the charming guy who's in over his head. Yes. Um, and everyone Fish else and everyone else is kind of like crazy people for him to play off of. Mm-hmm. Whereas this season is more so about Pete and like discovering how complex as an individual he is. Yeah. And I feel and it's kind of a bummer because I feel like um, at what point was the show canceled? Had they completed the season before the show was canceled? Um, they did, and they, in many interviews, he's said that uh, he kept referring to it as the show finale and not the season finale mm. uh, or the series finale. Um, and then because they didn't know if they would be renewed or not, um, and then it just worked out that they were not renewed, and so it was kind of a good way to end it. Um, and he said, actually, he's kind of glad because the stuff that they were planning for season four was like just him being successful and that's not interesting (laughs) yeah and that's not really like what the show is yeah i think well i mean to each their own i think i would have appreciated that version of the show because it would have become essentially louis starring uh starring pete holmes which could have been interesting um because i like to see some i would like to see the characterization of pete in the show deal with fame um, and yeah. deal with now being successful and having a talk show and all that kind of stuff. I probably would have liked that, but I mean, I'm not one to complain for like, this is the show I wanted, but we didn't get. I, I will say, though, I feel like um, the reason I asked you was it canceled before or after they finished the season. I do feel like the season 
Pete, Pete's arc as a character, it seems rushed in the third season. To yeah, me. yeah. It feels like half of what should have been a 12 episode season mm. or maybe 10, 12 feels long, but it was like, I think it was only six episodes. Oh, really? And it feels like just when he's starting to round third on his story arc, like it's over. I was like, wait, this is the last episode? Like, he's rounding third. Oh, he's home. Oh, okay. <laughs> HBO's like, nah, he's home. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> we swapped the uh, the bases. He's... Although I will say, I think the John Mulaney episode is probably my favorite episode of the entire series. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Um, John... the, the finale one? Yes. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's a great choice to have John Mulaney basically play an asshole version of himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I think his character in, a, in this, trust me, this is not going to be the Pete Holmes crashing deep dive episode. But um, <laughs> kind of feels like. It. <laughs> but I will say, I think uh, Mulaney in the show and and their relationship on screen and how that sort of plays out, I think is the perfect encapsulation of what showbiz is kind of like and how it feels. Yeah, it feels like very abrasive and like no one wants you here. Oh um, uh, yeah, but they're doing it to you because ultimately it'll make you better once you get in. Does right, that make sense? Right. And I think that's like a perfect enca- encapsulation of of that idea. And I think it would have been boring to just watch Pete meet his new best friend and they're just yes, <laughs> they're just friends from the. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's much more interesting to watch John Mulaney play a version of himself that probably isn't is like a heightened version of what he is in real life and probably not a total fiction. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's elements of him in that character that we're seeing. But I I really enjoyed it, and I wish there was more Pete Holmes. But sadly, there's not. It's just the podcast from here on out. Yes. Um, Yeah. So if you don't like the podcast, buckle up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's it for my week. We can talk about other stuff. Um, I got a couple things to talk about. Yeah. Um, So I've been going on morning walks. I mentioned this uh, last week. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like to take notes throughout the week for this podcast of things that I'm doing or like, oh, that's kind of funny. I'll write that down or like, oh, here's a headline. We can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm on a walk and it's like six in the morning <clears throat> and I keep noticing something mm-hmm. that uh, when when you're walking at six in the morning, mm-hmm. you're just walking through constant spider yeah. webs. I wouldn't know, but keep going. <laughs> you're ca- walking through constant spider webs. Uh, because these spiders have had all night to to do their thing. Yeah. And uh, so you're like the sweet streeper of the spider world. Y- yes, the street sweeper. Did I? What did I you say? You said sweet streeper. Sorry, you are the tweet tweeter. No, you are the street sweeper of the spider world. Yes. And so, or I, excuse me, of the spider verse. So I was thinking about this, and I was like, "Man, this is really annoying." And they're like all over my arms and whatever. You think it's annoying for you? I know. So that's the thing is, I was like, "Man, uh, this is annoying." And then I'm thinking, like, these spiders have done all this work all night, and then here I am, just this big oaf, dragging yeah. my body through their hard work. And then I was thinking, were you high when you were? Uh, <laughs> sounds like the I, thoughts of I a man. I wasn't fully awake. <laughs> gotcha. Is that what is that what you call it? Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> mm. And uh, and and so then I'm like, man, yeah, this, this is a bummer. But then I realized, like, well, other people are gonna walk by. Like these spider webs are are just they're temporal anyway, right? They're mm-hmm. gonna get knocked down one way or another. <laughs> Does this story end with you like <laughs> going home and trying to kill yourself, or like? <laughs> <laughs> or no. like trying coke for the first time or something. <laughs> no, and so then I I realized that they're gonna get knocked one way or another or destroyed one way or another. And so then that's a very uh, it's a very conservative like 
like a, I don't know, a very colonial way to think about the world. <laughs> Look, so someone's going to settle it eventually. We might as well take the land for ourselves. So then I realized, and uh, I don't want to say my my closing line on this with that context now, but I'm going to I'm going to power through. Then I realized, look, the Native Americans <laughs> wouldn't have done anything productive with this land. We it w- we were obligated to take it from them. I was going. Do you want Do you want the moon landing or don't you want the moon landing? <laughs> Do you want cheeseburgers or don't you want cheeseburgers? <laughs> this is the argument you're making right now. I was, man, yeah. Well, no, it's okay. Go for no, it. No, I don't want to no, say. That. I don't want to say. What were you going to say? I, no, I don't want to say it. Say it. I don't. I, it's a podcast. We, I was, don't, we don't pull I, any punches. Here. I was going to say that I realize it's an honor for me oh, to walk through. Oh man, <laughs> really, really, the Native Americans should be thanking me because <laughs> it's like cracking the seal on a brand new day. Like cracking open a at fresh expense, can of day at the expense of thousands, uh, un, uh, un, an unknowable number of innocent <laughs> lives is what, and it was all worth it because history is told by the victors, and so <laughs> not the spiders. <laughs> and so then I was thinking about this, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like maybe I should write that down. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is completely unrelatable. I'm the only person that goes on 6 a.m. walks. I have to explain the whole premise. This is ridiculous. And yet you brought it to this podcast. Well, then here's the reason why. It's because then right after that, I went to uh, breakfast with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Not me. Uh, Not you. Uh, Your other friend. My other friend, Dave. And we went out to breakfast. Chappelle. And (laughs) just casually name dropping Dave Chappelle. (laughs) And as we're leaving, he's like, hey, so I've been going on these morning walks. Do you know how many spider webs there are? And I was like, thank you. Someone who understands. So anyway, me and my also white friend Dave are, <laughs> are, are out I'm here sh- I'm doing sh- the Lord's work. I'm sure this same conversation was had by like two Dutch guys on a ship sailing past Africa. They're like, do you see how many like un- unutilized manservants over there? I mean, we have to do something about this, right? Like they have to serve someone, right? They got nothing going on on their own. Sorry, right, Brandon. Oh man, that didn't the go colonial, the way that I the thought it was going to. Colonial spirit runs strong in you. No, it's in all of us, man. We treat animals the same way. Um, I for sure treat animals that way. Yes. Someone's got to eat that cow, <laughs> and it's gonna be me. It's not gonna be me. With cheese on it, a little Thousand Island dressing, <laughs> and a little bacon. A little bacon. Um, I uh, had a. I'm coming to terms uh, with my where I'm at in life as well. Financially? And, and in every aspect. <laughs> um, one would argue there's only one aspect, but uh, What's that aspect? Just Financially? Being. Ooh. And here's uh, what I'm coming to terms with, um, is the fact that I am balding. Yeah. Um, and so... This is news to no one. <laughs> actually, it's news to short people who've never seen the top and of my head. And people who have never... And people who have only listened to this podcast and have never seen you in person. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I if I keep my head up and I stand oh. tall. <laughs> Andy Grammer? Nice. Um, and so I, I told my wife that my, here's my three options. Um, I either have to uh, get plugs. Like in your ears to draw attention away from your <laughs> your balding hair, just stretch your earlobes crazy wide. That's a that's a bold choice. I mean, I mean hair plugs, uh, or <clears throat> I need to shave my head. Uh huh. 
But I gotta get super buff if I'm gonna shave my head. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not super buff. Well, you don't. No, I, I gotta like buzz, like you shave, mean like shave, 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 yes. like with a like a big razor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like and if I'm gonna do that, I have to be super buff. There's, there's, because I will look worse <laughs> if I do that. Or, or I can be, be a hat guy. Or I can be a hat guy. <laughs> and so I asked my wife. I was explaining this to her, and I said, uh, "Who would you rather be with?" <laughs> Would you rather be with? Because you're like, no. If I gotta choose one, and they all have personalities attached. <laughs> I said, who would you rather be with? Would you rather be with a plump Steve Carell? Is that the hair plugs That's the one? Hair plugs. Okay, gotcha. Would you rather be with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which is bald and super buff, or would you rather be with John Popper of Blues Traveler? I don't know who that is. Let me pull up a picture of John Popper from Blues Traveler. Is Blues Traveler a band? Yes. I'm, there's there's uh, a few people laughing right now, um, and I'm excited for you to see a picture. This is John Popper of Blues Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a... Um, he, he, can I tell you what he looks like? Please. You know, if it, So you know how humans have spirit animals? Yes. He look, looks like, if, if the reverse were also true, he looks like if... Uh, animals have spirit humans? Yeah, he looks like if a hairless cat had a spirit human. Oh. That guy looks like a thumb come to life. He does. Do you remember the like thumb wars and like all the thumb? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks like that. Um, he, he looks like. Yeah, he looks like. He looks like uh, Rain Wilson. Oh, with a thyroid disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. Hey, man. You know, I'm just here to make him laugh. You know. Um, let me play a blues traveler song for you. Um, the only one worth playing. Have uh, you ever seen the rain? Which is Run no, that's, that's CCR. Do you remember? All right, song turn from, it off. Do you remember this song from the nineties? Hang on, the harmonica's not coming yet. There it is. I feel like I'm watching a Ben uh, a Ben Stiller movie, <laughs> like, a, like not a cool, like a Fairly Brothers movie. Right. I feel like I'm watching. There's something about Mary. Hold on, play it, dude. I'm trying to hear that. This is a huge song in the 90s. This is their hit. The harmonica, here's his here's his shtick. He's got the hat, but he has he plays harmonica, right? But the thing with harmonicas is they're in one key. So you can do you can either get a, a chromatic harmonica so you can play in any key, or you can do what John Popper does, which is have one for every key. But how are you gonna handle that many? Right? So he has a custom-made vest where he keeps all his harmonicas so they're accessible at all times. Yeah, he's annoying. Here's the chorus. That's not the chorus. This is like less fun gin blossoms. This is the chorus. It does sound like gin blossoms. Okay, so that's that. Yeah, dude, I don't want to hear that anymore. So those are my options. Um... I see uh, you've made you you've made your decision. So yeah, I think you, I think we got to go with thyroid cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thyroid, thyroid cancer. cancer Rain Wilson. Wilson. Uh, oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's terrible. So what um, you, have you landed on one? I haven't. Hair yet. plugs are really expensive. I know. Just shave your head. Well, I know, but then I gotta like I gotta like lose a bunch of weight and get super buff. No. No, I do. 
Or you could just be a guy who's balding. Because mm. white guys can do that. Black guys cannot do that. Uh, 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 what's his I, name? I, what's his I, name from uh, the, the Jeffersons? George Jefferson? What's his real name? George Jetson is who you're thinking of. No, what's his name from George Jefferson? I don't know. Is that his, that's not his real name, is it? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Hold on. Are we going to do another like rapper's <laughs> real names, but with like black sitcom <laughs> actors? Um, no, I can't. I can't just be balding guy. Yeah, why not? Because it, I can't. Oh, Sherman Hemsley. That's right. Uh, you're thinking of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Aldous Huxley. <laughs> no, you're thinking of uh, Aldous Snow. <laughs> We're forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> and get him to the Greek. And get him to the Greek. Uh, no, you're thinking of my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, Edward, I got nothing. Uh, not, you're not think, I'm not thinking of four weddings and a funeral. Oh. <laughs> Weird, because if I was. Then no, you're I, thinking you... of death at a funeral. <laughs> No, you're thinking of death cab for cutie. You want to know something funny about death at a funeral? Uh, yeah, I I know what you're gonna say. There's what? a white version and a black version. Yes, with the black version with Martin Lawrence. Yes, and Kevin Hart, right? If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I think it is Kevin Hart. Um, but I saw the white version first. I think the white version came out first. Yes, it's like British too. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, so that's less problematic. I, <laughs> <laughs> Although there is that like weird girls trip and then bridal shower movie or whatever. Girls trip. I remember Girls Trip. What's the Girls Trip is like like movie. with Tiffany Haddish and yeah. Jada Pinkett. There's a white version of that movie that I think may have come out first, and it's it's called like girl. It's called like the bridal shower or something, and it's the exact same plot. Uh-huh. It's like five. It's a comedy about five bridesmaids or whatever on a trip to wherever, and they like accidentally kill like somebody, like a stripper or something. Oh, uh, you know, you're thinking of um, the Hangover. <laughs> they don't kill anyone in the Hangover. <laughs> Isn't someone dead You're in the hangover? Of, no. Someone, they can't find someone. That's the thing. They're trying uh, to find their, their friend Doug. Right. Uh, and also, <laughs> you're thinking about The Do-Over, the Adam Sandler Netflix movie. It's like an action movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely not thinking about that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, I did one other thing this week, okay. uh, which was actually today, which was actually like an hour ago. Oh, the float tank. Yes. How was that? Uh, I did a, a float uh, sensory deprivation tank. So explain to people what the process is like if they've never thought about doing it or yeah. have done it. So it's basically uh, the place that I go is it's like a nicer place. Uh, I'm, oh. not, I'm not trying to yeah. brag, but uh, <laughs> we get it. You have money. We that's, get the, it. that's the place that's close. Um, so like it's a very like spa vibe. Uh, when you go in, like the soft lighting and like. This is no ordinary love. Ordinary love. Yes, but an instrumental, like acoustic, a classical, uh, a nylon string guitar version. This is no ordinary love. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right. Don't you just it love is. inside jokes from conversations we had before we got on air? That makes great podcast content. Uh, Essentially, really? the joke that we were talking about over lunch today, which and we had Rubio's, which is great. Shout out to Rubio's. Uh, get the beer batter, fish burrito, add shrimp, no onions or cilantro, no cabbage. Um, we we talked about uh, like uh, we were, were both DJs and like we were talking about like what if like when you download music. Uh, from a DJ pool, which is where DJs get all their music. They're not buying it all from iTunes. Right. Um, you, there's usually a dance version. There's usually several remixes to popular songs. And oftentimes there's a dance version where it'll be like the normal song for like the first verse and chorus. But then at the end of the verse, first chorus, it goes into like this weird EDM buildup. And sometimes the, it's like to songs that definitely don't need that. Right. And so we were making jokes about like, we uh, like a Barbra Streisand song. Right <laughs> where you are. are. It's the same fill every time. Yeah, every time. Yeah, so the float tank place. The circle of life, and it moves us all in the circle. The circle of life. Man. Now this is a story <laughs> all about how my life got to an upside down and I like to take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you how I came to Prince of a Town called Bel <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's funny. That's funny bit. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, we should. That's funny. We'll talk off air about that. Yes. Um, <laughs> can't give away our bits. Uh, what so else? the float tank place. Yes. Uh, basically, you go in. You have like a little. Uh, oh, I took pictures actually for you. Oh. Um, oh, dude, you're naked in these. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured that you would be into it. Look at your sausage. <laughs> so, um, sausage. So you have a little like, there's like a little. You go into the room because there's like these sweets. Are you German at all? No. Really? Because it looks like you got a Vienna sausage. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Is Vienna in Germany? Uh, no, Vienna's in Austria. They do speak German. Well, Austria though. is Germany, basically, right? It's right next to Germany, but it's a Where different was country. From? I think he was. Uh, I think he's from Austria. I mean, you you are the expert. You would know. Although, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you guys talk about that at those rallies. You guys, you go to <laughs> those. Uh, you walk straight through the spider web, right to the rally. Yeah. Um, How was Charleston? Uh, <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No thanks. Um, okay, so you walk in, it's like a little suite, uh-huh. and then there's a shower, because you're supposed to shower before and after, mm-hmm. and just rinse off, and then there's this door. I don't like that door. Looks and then scary. you open the door, and it looks like this. Hold on, let me see. Because So, for, for context, uh, Brandon was telling me earlier in the day that he was going to go do this, and th- this, to me, sounds like my worst nightmare, and it just sounds terrifying. I think and- you would hate it a lot. And, yeah, I don't think I'd like this. And so what you do is you go in, and it's like a foot deep of water, and it's like super salty water, so that you float like crazy in it. And it's very warm water, and it's basically like your body temperature, and the air in there is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go in, and you lay down, and you push a button, uh, and you float like crazy, 
and you push a button and the lights slowly fade down. You can play music if you want, and I didn't. Um, and then it is so dark. It doesn't matter if you open your eyes or close yeah, your eyes. Yeah, I don't you like that part of it. I don't like that part of it. I don't. So it's crazy. So and it's so quiet. It's it's nuts. So here's my thing. I I don't have an inherent fear of the dark. I'm fine in dark situations. I don't have an inherent fear of water in general. I do have a fear of the ocean, <laughs> like deep, deep, deep water where I can't see the bottom. That really bothers me. Um, but like I can swim in a pool or like. You know, let's go, let's go walk up to our knees in the beach. Okay, cool. <laughs> right? But the combination, the combination of, of being in water and you can't see what's around you is, like, the most... Like, so the beach is not inherently scary to me. Like, going out and swimming in the middle of the ocean sounds terrifying. But being at the beach is fine. Uh, if, you t- if you remove the idea of animals in the water, if, like... Right. <laughs> like, I'm usually good at the beach for, like, the first two hours, and then I start to think about all the creatures, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm go gonna back and like, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm fine now. But, like, going to the... Have you ever been to the beach at night? Uh, not in a while. It, it, I don't, like, go in the not water since at you, night. Yeah, not since you were a, a delinquent ne'er-do-well in, <laughs> right. in, the, in the 80s. <laughs> Um, um, when you've had enough of your dad's BS <laughs> and you're down there in your leather jacket kicking the sand and the cops come Skipping up to you rocks. like, hey, screw you, copper. And you take off running and they tackle you and then your your mom's got to come get you out of, out of juvenile lockup. Uh, yeah, like, what, you, not, what not, did you do? You're like, it's all Reagan's fault. <laughs> Fascists. Correct. Not since then. Since um, that incident. <laughs> Um, the combination of the two, you're not, you're not into. Yeah, like the idea of, of water and darkness is not great. Uh, like, so the beach at night is like the scariest thing in the world. Cause like, not- this is worse than uh, at night because it's <laughs> right. It's you darker, can't see anything. It's as dark as it can get. See, I don't like that though. Like, you know, do you ever get this where like you close your eyes for a while and like you start to see stuff? Like, you just see, like, little patterns and yeah. things. Like, I was seeing that with my eyes open. See, no, man. Because I have a really active imagination. Yeah. So, like, the anxiety of not being able to see what's around me is going to get to me. Like, because, like, I'm one of those people where, like, ha- have you ever had this sensation? Like, you're driving at night, right? Mm-hmm. Like, home, especially for us, we gig and stuff like that. So, like, sometimes we're driving home really late at night, mm-hmm. like, a long stretch of freeway. And sometimes, like, I'll, like my my mind will start to wander and i'll like uh i'll look in like my rearview mirror and be like huh what what if there was someone like in my the back of my car like in the back seat <laughs> yeah I've and then for that. the rest of the drive home i'm like i should why yeah, did i, I think about should, that yeah, i should probably look back there again <laughs> yeah right? and then i'll turn the light on in the car just to like make sure there's no one back there but it's all because my imagination has convinced me that there's someone back there now and i i wouldn't want to put myself in a situation that like would definitely make me do that because the whole time i'm laying there in the water in the darkness i'm going to be like well what if like i know the room is only five by five but what if it's not though and what if like there's like someone <laughs> what if i'm on a secret hidden camera yeah, what if show? There's, no not even that what if there's like secretly also someone else in here and they reached out and grabbed me right now like and that's where my mm. mind would go and like that and i don't like having to combat those thoughts you know yeah. I'd rather just not put myself in a position where I need to combat those thoughts. Yeah. So that's why I never turn the lights off in my house, and I only take a shower if I have a flashlight with me. 
I um, only take a shower in broad daylight. If it's nighttime, it's not happening. Forget about it. I'm going to bed filthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe not the thing for you then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was super into it. And I'm so relaxed. What do you like about it? Um, well, okay, what do you like about it that you can't get from just, like, say, floating around in a pool? Like, in, in the daylight? Um, absolute. The, the sensory deprivation is really nice. It's, like, the most... And I know that you're not going to understand this because you're thinking about if someone's going to reach out and grab you. But, like, the most peaceful and quiet that I've ever experienced. Because you there's get, nothing but your your own brain there. Can Especially you, when you're floating for Can a while. you get the same effect from, like, closing the blinds? Like, being home alone, closing all the blinds and stuff to where it's, like, pretty dark. And putting, like, earplugs in or, like, some noise-canceling headphones and just laying down in your bed quietly? It's similar, but it's not. This is, like, dialed all the way down to zero. There's just absolutely nothing. See, yeah, I don't... And then especially when you're floating there, too, because you're, like... It's a relief on all your muscles... Because you don't have to hold yourself up because the water's doing that for you. And you're not laying on the ground either. Um, so you're weightless and you have no sensory information coming into your body at all. Except the, the information that my imagination is fabricating <laughs> for me. Yeah. I wish I could, man. Uh, it was great. really nice, though. Okay. Um, yeah. So. All right. Is that the end of your week? Uh, that's the end Didn't of... Didn't we talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? We did, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Oh, because I have Lena Dunham written down here, but that's oh, for other reasons. <laughs> yes. I just wanted to make sure we talked about that movie. Uh, well, let's let's talk about Lena Dunham then. Okay. Uh, did you see the photo? I did. Yeah. She so, like tried to sneak a kiss onto Brad Pitt. Yeah, she tried to kiss Brad Pitt open mouth on the lips uh, on the red carpet in the for the England or the European premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he did not look stoked no <laughs> and and most of the headlines were I saw that uh were attached to this photo were like Lena Dunham tries to kiss Brad Pitt and um d- demands for for uh conversations about sexual harassment are are happening and I'm like why is there a d- demand isn't that sexual harassment right <laughs> And what doesn't help is like, uh, I will provide context to my um, opinions of Lena Dunham here in a second. But and what makes this whole situation worse is like a few days before this, because I went to her Twitter to look at what she's been tweeting lately. A couple days before this happened, she was like, it's not every day that you get to uh, flirt with Brad Pitt and like be on a movie set or something like that. Right? Is she in the movie? Yeah. She's one oh. of the Manson family members. Oh. I didn't. Wow, I I don't know much about this movie. Then. I didn't yeah. know the, the Manson. Family There's a lot of surprises in this movie that if you haven't seen it, you probably don't know about. Um, Spoiler alert. Anyway, she's in the movie, and she said it's not. She posted like while filming the movie, she was like, "It's not every day that you get to flirt with Brad Pitt and be in a movie." And then for you to target him on the red carpet, I, I just often think about like. So there's two. I, I'm of two minds about this. One, I uh, I think it's. It's obviously, obviously, I don't think she was trying to like, like, sexually assault Brad Pitt. Although I do think it's problematic for her to think that her, her behavior was okay, and I do think it's even more problematic that she thinks her behavior was funny, because um, yeah. she she's a comedian of right. sorts, so she obviously was doing this. I'm assuming. I don't know this. I haven't for talked to her. For comedic purposes. She's doing this for a comedic effect, but it's just, 
it's not funny and it's gross and if the and situation it's was not reversed, funny in 2019 yeah. right and i see and i see in another another sidebar about this that i think is gross is the i see a lot of uh a lot of male voices online saying things like see see there's a double standard when it comes to uh to this me too stuff and i'm like the calls for saying that there's a double standard because this happened it, to completely the attempts to undermine the valuing of women's voices when it comes to sexual right. misconduct uh for the sake of uh Holding a no, holding a woman accountable for the same thing is just completely gross, and people should stop doing that. Right? Like this does not <laughs> this does not undercut the uh, the need to empower women's voices just simply because a woman was caught doing something right. that most people don't approve of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. See, so see, she, she, there was she, a lot of that going on, and I was like, come on, man. She, yeah, she simultaneously <laughs> like did a not cool thing, and then also like. Uh, gave fuel to the <laughs> to the, <laughs> the meninists the, <laughs> the men's right the men's, the men's rights, rights activists, activists exactly yeah, it, it, like we can two things can be true we can say what she did is gross and also say that women's voices on sexual misconduct targeting them should be empowered right um, we can do both of those things <laughs> one does not cancel out the other and yeah I think what she did uh, but that being said, I do think it's fair to say, can you even imagine? And not, I'm not even going to generalize. Can you imagine if this would have happened to her? Like, right. if, if, if let's not say Brad Pitt. Let's just say someone, just some random guy from a movie she was in. If 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 he was like, man, it's not every day that you get to flirt with Lena Dunham on a movie set. Yeah, you'd and be then, like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> and then on a red carpet, like the very same movie you're working on, that red carpet a few weeks later, you're like trying to open mouth kiss her against her will. Like, come right. on, man. It, it's, I'm not going to generalize and say, oh, that would be bad for all women. Lena Dunham would have a 3,000-word essay about how wrong this guy was. Right. And so and, and this leads me to what I don't like about Lena Dunham. I'm not a fan of her comedy in general. Uh, I don't think Girls is very funny. I don't think... You don't think Girls are funny? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Girls, the TV show, is a funny <laughs> show, right? <laughs> I don't think Thank that show is funny. <laughs> yes. I don't think that show is funny. I get why a lot of people like it. I don't think it's very funny. Not your thing. It's not my thing. Fine. I don't have to like everything. The reason I don't like her stems from a very isolated incident. I don't know if we've ever talked. To, we've ever talked to this. Maybe we have, but definitely not on the show. Um, she was at the ESPY Awards, I believe, mm -hmm. or maybe it was like the Grand. No, it wasn't the Grammy. It wouldn't have been the Grammys. It may it was either the Emmys or the ESPY. Something where there would be TV people and sports people in the same room, right? Okay. Uh, so she was there, and apparently she was seated next to Odell Beckham. Do you know who Odell Beckham is? Um. I he's know the football that he's player a football with player. like the blondish, curly, like bleached blonde, gotcha. curly uh -huh. hair guy. Is he junior? Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Yes, exactly. Great, yeah, great work. Thanks, man. Uh, uh, do you know his real name? Just kidding. <laughs> That's his rap. Name. <laughs> That's his rap name. His rap name is Odell Beckham Jr. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, uh, she was seated next to him, and uh, at the award show, and after the award show, I mean it. From all accounts, it was perfectly fine. After the award show, she went on a tweet storm about how she felt so um, uh, worthless and um, attacked. And I'm paraphrasing. She, so, she felt so worthless and so degraded as a human being because apparently Odell Beckham didn't. She felt that Odell Beckham didn't acknowledge her presence as a woman enough because he didn't even look at her the entire time. 
because uh, and that's and she was was stating that the reason he didn't was because he she didn't meet his standard of what he thought beauty was. So, to clarify, <laughs> Lena Dunham is saying that this young black man in his twenties at the time was in the wrong because he didn't acknowledge her as um, uh, a sexual. Uh, uh, as a sexual being, uh, with with any kind of advance or attention that she might have desired. Hmm. Now I ask you, Brandon, hmm. <laughs> as a football player, a professional football player, who is one of the most recognizable figures in the football league, um, especially at that time, uh, he was on the cover of Madden. Like he, that was like a huge year for him. That's mm-hmm. why he was where he was if, in his twenties, covered in tattoos. He's Hundreds. He has hundreds of tattoos. He's blonde, bleach blonde. You know, very like kind of um, uh, eccentric kind of mm-hmm. look to him, right? Imagine if he had sat next to Lena Dunham and mm-hmm. and stared at her and leered at her the entire time, and then right. a, and then at the end of the night said like, "Hey, you know, if you want, we can go to my hotel and we can do whatever you want," right? Imagine. Imagine what Lena Dunham would have had to say about this guy. His career would have been over. She would have said, I was almost sexually assaulted by... Like, she doesn't understand... Like, and that's the thing. Like, she... I'm sure something about what she was saying about Odell Beckham she thought was funny. Um, Even though I I think she was being earnest in what she was saying in those tweets about how, like, he didn't even look at me or acknowledge me because I'm not thin and I'm not blah, 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 blah. I'm sure there was earnestness there. I'm sure she thought... (laughs) I wasn't objectified at all. I thought... I bet you she thought some of that was subversive and supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek funny. I don't think she... And and this was my main objectification with Lena Dunham is she... Your main objectification? (laughs) Yes, my main sexual objectification (laughs) of Lena Dunham (laughs) is that she thinks it's funny to weaponize her white privilege Mm. because she has nothing to lose by writing a bunch of tweets to him saying, oh, this guy is a jerk because he didn't look at me the way he looks at, um, uh, you know... Rihanna or whatever. You know what I mean? She didn't say that, but I'm just saying. She has nothing to lose by saying that. In fact, she probably has something to gain from that because the people that agree with her to be like, oh man, awesome. I'm I'm also not Rihanna, so I support what you're saying. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas like, if he says not even the wrong thing, if he says one thing or does one thing that she as a white woman does not like or makes her feel unsafe, he has everything to lose. Right. And for some reason, she thinks that that inherent dynamic, she didn't speak to this, obviously, but something in her mind tells her that dynamic is important to exploit because I either I think it's funny or I think I'm being insightful or I think that, like, I'm wronged here. Like, that's crazy because he could have lost everything by saying anything to her. Right. And she has nothing to lose by saying anything about him. Because the people who watch girls are not going to stop watching girls because she complained on Twitter that Odell Beckham didn't try to holler at her. You know what I'm saying? So she has nothing to lose simply for being a white woman. He has everything to lose simply for being a black man. So excuse me, uh, non-Rihanna Lena Dunham, that he doesn't want to go out of his way to try to take the risk of making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. To acknowledge you as being an attractive being. Like, come on, man. So... 
that, that once I heard, I already didn't like Lena Dunham's comedy. It wasn't for me. But once that whole situation happened, I was like, I'm forever yeah, I'm done with good. you. And yeah. so the fact that this Brad Pitt thing happened and it's the same person does not surprise me at all because she thinks it's funny that <laughs> because she thinks it's funny that she has nothing to lose from going up and trying to kiss an unwilling participant. Whereas if she had a penis, it, she would have everything to lose yeah if she identified as a man she would have everything to lose from going up and trying to kiss a woman and it's it's not funny that's not funny let me ask you um because you have your shirt off right now are you wanting me to sexualize you <laughs> are you oh, yeah, i'm totally asking for it so okay. like there won't be a lawsuit or anything okay great, great i mean great. i'm practically begging you for it i mean what do you want you want to buy me dinner first i mean Come on, man. Whatever you want, yeah. I'm, I'm a piece of meat here. <laughs> I'm not a person. I am an object. <laughs> um, no. And I think I'm offended that you haven't made a pass at me, <laughs> and I'm going to go to Twitter and tell the world about how threatened I feel that you didn't acknowledge me as a sexual being. Um, speaking of Twitter and, mm-hmm. and not sexual beings, um, yeah. the, uh because obviously the the shooting stuff happened this week yeah um and i think the only bright spot or only relief only silver lining silver line not it's not even silver lining but the only silver like, linings playbook is what you're thinking of <laughs> <laughs> the only comfort uh that came from it and the only mm-hmm. the only uh relief was did you see the feral hogs 30 to 50 feral hogs no what is that okay so like wild pigs is what you're saying, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, so um, Jason Isbell. I guess he's a, a country music artist. Uh-huh. Yeah, it sounds, sounds familiar. Um, he tweeted and said, If you're on here arguing the definition of assault weapon today, you are part of the problem. You know what an assault weapon is, and you don't need one. Then a guy named William McNabb replied and said, Legit question for rural Americans. So this is the, this is the origin of the tweet. Uh, origin of the meme. He said, legit question for rural Americans. How do I kill the 30 to 50 feral hogs that run into my yard within three to five minutes while my small kids play? And the internet lost their mind. <laughs> and there have been so many 30 to 50 feral hog memes in... And what, what, what is the nature of the memes, though? Uh, just, like what, what, is the, what is the funny element that the memes are poking at? Um, the absurdity of... Of that being a problem? Uh, of, of 30 to 50 wild hogs... <laughs> running into uh, your yard. Feral hogs <laughs> running into your yard and trying to attack your children. So, so, and then also at the same time, he's arguing that he needs an assault weapon. For something so that, that never <laughs> happens to anyone? For an unbelievable scenario. And let's say that this scenario happened. 30 to 50 feral hogs Mm -hmm. start storming his property and going for his children. Then he's going to have an assault like just mow them down with his children in the yard. (laughs) So like what? what, So what can you do you have an example of one of the memes Uh, that stemmed from this? I'll, I'll, I'll pull some up. Is it kind of one of those memes like they they did surgery on a grape that just it it's just, it just the very nature of it, is, of it is funny yes. so that's all it is. Okay, um, Hogwin's law: the more popular a feral <laughs> hog posts get, eventually some guy in the comments will barge in to explain that actually feral hogs are a huge problem in some parts of the country and we should be sensitive to that. Um, oh, I saw the the like when thirty to fifty feral hogs show up in your yard and it's the thing from um, Grand Theft Auto and the guy's like, oh shit, here we go, uh, like walking up. Um, 
Have you, have you or someone you love been attacked by 30 to 50 feral hogs? You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Larry H. Parker. <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I saw feral hogs do 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 feral hogs do 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 do. <laughs> okay, so it's just like the meme is like, look out! This is a crazy thing. So yes. let's just and yeah. thirty to fifty, basically inserting thirty to fifty feral hogs, either an image of hogs or the phrase thirty to fifty feral hogs. So it's like the moth meme all over again. Yes, just insert it anywhere. One of you my can. favorite memes of all time because, like, if you don't spend enough time on the internet, you don't know why it's funny and. <laughs> The only thing funnier than moth memes is people trying to overthink moth memes. It's like, I don't get why it's funny. It's like, there's nothing to get. It's the, it, moths are funny. Look at them. They love, they love light. We don't know why. And it's funny. <laughs> um, so anyway, like the best meme in the world was like, uh, it was like, uh, two, you know, that meme where it's like a guy and a girl walking and then the guy's looking at the, at another girl and yeah. the girl's like bummed. The best, <laughs> the best meme of that was like. Uh, it was a moth, like they someone superimposed a moth walking with another moth, and then it was turned and looking, and there was a lamp. <laughs> See, it's just funny. We don't know why. It's yeah. funny. Moth memes. Moth, no, you're thinking of Mon Mothma. You're thinking of Star the Mothman prophecies, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Mr. Mom, is what you're thinking of. You're thinking of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, is what you're thinking of. No, you're thinking of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> No, you're thinking of. <laughs> I think it's fly when the girls stop by for the summer. For the summer by LFO. No, you're thinking of all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> no, you're thinking of play that funky music, white boy is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, no, you're thinking of White Iverson. <laughs> No, you're thinking of uh, Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> back to Mon Mothma, back to the moth. We brought a full circle. Full circle. Um, okay, I have more movie news. Um, go. Uh, Queen Latifah as Ursula. Yeah! Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just on the like the live musical thing. It's not on the main movie. Oh, yeah. Well, bummer. I don't care anymore. I don't watch musicals. I know. Because <laughs> they've been doing like a, a live musical thing. Uh, they did like the Sound of Music live. Oh, like live but on TV. Yes, live gotcha. on TV. Gotcha. And so she's Ursula in that. So is that going to be on ABC live then? Probably, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or will it Disney. be the debut of like the... Uh, Disney Plus app, which we need to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, you uh, know who's going to be bummed about that is that? Lizzo, because she threw a hat in the ring <laughs> to, be, to be Ursula. In the live TV version of the movie? And, well, the movie, I guess. Oh, she could still do it. Well, no, I think Melissa McCarthy is officially cast. Oh, bummer. Um, because she, like, posted a thing on Can Twitter. Can you imagine how bummed people would be if the entire cast of, uh, 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 what's the movie? Little Mermaid was black. That'd be amazing, though. <laughs> well, I mean, if it takes place, in, if you want it to take place in the Caribbean, that I mean, that's the thing there to do. You go. Um, yeah, no, Lizzo would be super bummed because she posted a thing on Twitter uh, in full Ursula makeup. That's funny. Like as Ursula. That's cool. Uh, so she went the extra you mile for nothing. You know what's funny about Ursula is this is a deep cut for black cinema. Queen Latifah mm -hmm. was in a movie called Set It Off. With Jada Pinkett Smith and Vivica Fox, it was like a basically like um, 
it's a movie about it's like a it's basically an exploitation movie about four or five I think it's four black women whose husbands are all like it's essentially the plot of the NBC show Good Girls. <laughs> okay. But much more violent and dark. Uh, four black women whose partners are all destitute and kind of like in bad in a bad way. One one of them's one of their husbands like dies. One of them's like got laid off or whatever, and they're in dire situations, so they decide to start robbing banks. Oh. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Set It Off, right? So in the sh- in the movie, Queen Latifah, I forget her character's name, but she's a lesbian, and her girlfriend's name is Ursula. Oh, that is <laughs> so, a deep cut. That is a deep cut, and you know, t- ten people listening to this podcast know what I'm talking about. Um, do you know? This is also a, a deep cut for Queen Latifah. Do you know that she has a jazz album? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Was it around the same time as the movie Chicago? Uh, probably because she was in that. Because um, I used she to work. Wanted, she was nominated for Academy Award for that movie. Oh, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, remember with Richard Gere and mm-hmm. yeah, all that. Um, that's Chicago. I remember that from the trailer. That no, was a pretty good. Richard that's, Gere. That's Amore. Is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> Ask Ashley is what you're thinking Ask of. Ask Jeeves is what you're thinking of. <laughs> The heebie-jeebies is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the BGs is what no, you're thinking CBGB's of. the venue is what you're thinking <laughs> of. Um, here's, here's Queen Latifah's uh, jazz album. Let's see. Uh, here's Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. No, you're thinking of Lamborghini Mercy. Growing up in the city of Newark, New Jersey. Am I going to like this? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to fast forward here. All right. All right. I get it. Uh, the, Why did she do that? The restaurant that I used to work at, uh, Summers Between College. This That was the name of the restaurant? It was Summers Between it's College. a very meta name for a restaurant. Um, the There was a five CD disc changer. This is how long ago this Summers was. Summers Between College sounds like... Uh, a very uh, sounds like a a small indie you know like a uh, coming of age comedy that everyone lo- like has a huge cult following kind of like wet hot American summer <laughs> summers between college yeah that's what yeah. it sounds like uh, Edge actually just got picked up for a new season like on for Netflix. King and Country is definitely in the the trailer <laughs> totally. uh, what's that song it's the best day of my life oh that's uh <laughs> Some of America, all America, not all American rejects. No, it's definitely not all American rejects. They're a move along, move along, like I know you. What is that? Who is that? Who is that? Uh, best day of my life. Best day of my life. American authors. American. That's like in every movie trailer. Yes. But yeah. The kids are like some kids about to run and jump off of a cliff into a quarry full of water. And then they're like running through like the desert with sparklers. Yeah, you're describing a Levi's commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Um, okay, yeah. So Queen Latifah as Ursula. That'll be cool. Um, speaking of Drake from the uh, the speaking of Aubrey Graham, uh, did you see his mansion? No. So uh, he posted a clip, or I don't know if it was him, but it was it was probably him. He posted a clip pulling like so he's been building a mansion in Toronto for like the past two or three years like the cover of his album three I think two or three years ago was like the like the plan like essentially like the pre-visualization was like the pre-visualization for that that mansion and he's been building it for like two or three years and it's cost like an an, an insane amount of money and he basically posted a clip of him driving up to it last night like at night and he did that because much like the White House gets lit up for different things, like when it was like 
like a it was lit up as like rainbow back when the president was cool and uh, <laughs> you know stuff like that um his house has lighting in the in the same way so like he's pulling up and there's these like giant like magenta lights all over Welcome the house home aubrey his house looks like it's it's crazy are they gonna do are they gonna revive mtv cribs just for i feel like they definitely should he should do that yeah just for one like do it do like a one-time special yeah that'd be amazing yeah his house looks like there's definitely like quarters for the people who like work on the house you know like security quarters and stuff like that like it's it's like a huge giant piece of land that's cool it's crazy yeah um, did you see Bernie Sanders on Joe Rogan? No. Bernie, what? Yeah, Bernie Sanders just went on Joe Rogan. And I can't wait to listen to it. Together? I oh, it's not out it. yet. He's running for president. It is out. It is? Okay. Yeah, it is out. Uh, and the headline coming out of it is not that they smoked weed, but Bernie Sanders did say that he will tell us if there are aliens if he gets elected president. <laughs> Which I'm all here for. He has my vote. <laughs> it's that simple. I don't care what his other politics are. As long as he'll tell us about the aliens, he that, has my vote. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not like the other presidents. Uh, you got anything else? Because I'm I'm about done. Um, I got uh, a couple things. Okay. Um, couple movie things. Um, The Matrix uh-huh. is being re-released into theaters yeah, and IMAX and Dolby Atmos. Yes, in the I'm month of excited. August, and we need to go. Yep. Um, it's supposedly for the 20th anniversary, which they technically missed by a few months. Uh, I think it's just that they're playing off of uh, Keanu's amazing year. I think it's it's a combination of both. It is a 20. They kind of missed it, but also like <laughs> Warner Brothers being like, hey, guys, we still make movies. <laughs> yeah, that too. But also like it's just incredible. It's, it's weird that Keanu. It's incredible timing that Keanu Reeves has had the Keanu Reeves assance that he's having in the year that is the 20th anniversary of the matrix. Yeah. Like, Cause it, it wasn't planned that way. At least I don't think like people just really love John wick and the fact that like he's basically at the height of his career and the 20th anniversary yeah. of the matrix. Uh, that's crazy. But we should definitely go and we should try to go to like the Arclight Hollywood or Sherman Oaks yeah, or something like that. Be fun. Cause he might show up. <laughs> that would be crazy. Or like the, the, and then he would the actually, Wachowskis might show up. Like, dude, we gotta go. Let's get him on the podcast. See if we can get tickets. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, I got a new show that I'm loving on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the show called Blown Away? No, I see. Keep seeing the thumbnail for it. What is it? Okay, it's uh, uh, like a reality competition show. Same exact format as every other like cooking. Oh, it's show, like glass blowing but though, it's right? Glass blowing. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It's amazing. Is it? it yeah, because it's part education too. Oh, so like by the end of see, the episode, obsidian glass blows this way. <laughs> well, they tell you about all the tools too. Oh, okay. So like the tools. Uh, okay, so this is kind of uh, uh, it's a little ridiculous. Kind of. Do you know what the furnace is called? It's like a, a bit giant furnace, and there's doors on it that has a hole that you put the uh, pipe through that has the molten glass on it. Do you know what that's called? Uh, a plume. It's called. I'm not joking. A glory hole. Is it really? And they keep saying that like it's not a group thing. Everyone has their own. So they keep saying. Totally seriously, totally straight face. I keep sticking my rod in the glory hole. <laughs> no, they keep saying, "Oh well, everyone has their own personal glory hole." So uh, this competition. There's is, never any mixing of glory holes. You never have to worry about contamination, <laughs> cross, crossing the streams, if you will, of, of glass. <laughs> and then here's the other thing: is the the pole itself uh-huh. is called a punty. Which so people are sticking their punty in the glory hole, <laughs> which 
I kind of feel like punty sounds like British slang for vagina. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Or penis. Either way. You can't really stick a vagina through a glory hole. Well, yeah, I guess not. Many have tried, but it, uh, <laughs> unfortunately it doesn't. Uh, anyway, crazy names aside, it is a, a very fun, riveting romp. And, oh, wow. Um, romp also sounds like a euphemism <laughs> for genitalia. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you, at the beginning, you're like, wow, this is crazy. And then at the end of it, you also start to be like, no, honestly, yeah, their blowing technique was, it was not up to par the way, on this challenge. The way he stuck his punty <laughs> through the glory hole... And then his partner blew it. It was just like, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Like, I've never seen someone blow a punty through a glory hole as effectively and with such great results yeah. as this team of, There's of a guys. There's a lot of that, yeah. Tight. Um, I got two other things for you, and then we'll wrap up. All right, hurry and up. And then we'll get we the shout-outs. We got stuff to do. We do. Um, okay, scientists baked sourdough bread. On the moon? No. The bottom uh, of the ocean. Uh, it's it's almost that level. Just outside. Okay, in the do, heat. You, do you know anything about um, sourdough <laughs> bread? It's I don't really. I mean, yeah, it's good. You toast it. And I mean, do you know about making it? Oh no. <laughs> okay, so you have a sourdough starter. You have to let it rot, right? Or like let the let the yeast. Yeah, it's it's like sourdough, right? Yeah. The dough goes sour, and mm-hmm. it's got all this yeast in it, uh, and it it grows and grows and grows like crazy. Um, the the most intense because my dad is super into sourdough bread baking mm-hmm. um so there's this a sourdough starter that was brought over on the oregon trail in like 18 whatever and you can write to this guy and he'll send you some like some dried stuff and then you can get the dried stuff and you can revive it with your own powder and it's basically like pretty easy to revive like it just goes dormant so that's from like the 1800s that's crazy okay. scientists uh this week Baked sourdough bread with yeast retrieved from a 4,500-year-old Egyptian pottery piece. That's crazy. Yeah. So what uh, does it taste like? He said it tasted unlike any other bread he's ever had. So. Yeah, this is how we bring back the dinosaurs. It's actually reading his whole, because it was a whole series of tweets. It is essentially Jurassic Park for sourdough. Because it's like part. <laughs> Jurassic bread bowls. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like a new item at the Rainforest can you Cafe. Do it with, yeah, can you do it with like mummy dust? Mummy dust? Like human? Can you use like human remains to do it? I mean, you could eat human bread. <laughs> <laughs> when I die, bake, bake me into sourdough, and then eat you. Yeah, I'm okay. Man. And then I'll go through the cycle again because you'll poop me out, and then I'll end up, you know, replenishing the earth. Yeah, but I don't want you inside of me. I'm good. Again. <laughs> Uh, you, already, you already put your punty in my glory hole once, okay? <laughs> and blew it. Uh, uh, yeah, any... Is that the last uh, thing? The last one is something that I, I don't know if you have heard this, but uh, you're going to be like, what? Uh, Disney is rebooting Home Alone. What? Yes. I, I know. heard that. I know it is, it's true. I, I think oh, I read it today. Oh, no. I know. You have literally a Kevin McAllister tattoo. I do. No, they should um, leave that alone. Yeah. There's they, a, they tried to reboot it with Home Alone 3, and it was not give, good. No. I wanted that RC car, though, in Home Alone 3. <laughs> RC car was tight. That kid just wasn't Macaulay Culkin. Right. And those bad guys were lame. Right. They should have just got Joe Pesci and Marv again, and Daniel Stern. They were still young at that point. 
Yeah, Joe Pesci's doing Scorsese now, so. <laughs> Although I would well, I love... guess he was doing he was doing serious. Although, stuff if they really did it like that commercial and brought back adult Macaulay Culkin and Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, now I'd be super into it. <laughs> <laughs> and like now, it's just adults arguing. There's like a lawsuit. It's lawyers. It's just, the, it's just all legal battle. Yeah, it's just a lot of courtroom stuff. Small claims court. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, and then also Disney, uh, I guess we should talk about real quick. Disney is launching their uh, streaming service called Disney Plus. In November. In November. With, that includes ESPN Plus, the Disney Library, and uh, Hulu. Right? Hulu, yeah, Hulu. for like twelve ninety nine. For twelve ninety nine, which is crazy. That's super crazy. Yeah, is twelve ninety nine a good price? It's a great price, I, Well, right? I realized... Because I pay for Hulu now, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get Disney. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to become a sports guy because I'm paying for it. Yeah. Might as well. It's crazy, man. Disney's yep. $12.99 is an amazing price point. Yeah. Because most people won't. And it just sounds better than 13 Right. <laughs> yeah, 12 bucks? That's basically 10 Yeah. No, it's 13 <laughs> Yeah. Twelve bucks—that's basically ten, and that's like basically five, which is basically free. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're geniuses. Any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna shout out Brad, your tattoo artist. Oh, yes, you suck. <laughs> shout out Trey. Shout out his wife Christy. Shout out their son Knox. Shout out their other son. <laughs> I wish I had it. Um, oh, Hart. Hart. Yeah, that's yes. what it is. Hart. I will never remember his name. <laughs> shout out to Hart. Um, shout out to you know. Shout out to we shot a sketch today. Shout out to everyone involved in that. Yes. Shout out to Jake Regal. Shout out to Natalie Johnson. Uh, both of them very funny comedians. You can find them online. Uh, shout out to uh, Joseph Hans for coming and doing some sound stuff for us. Shout out to Isaiah, my brother, for helping out. Shout out to Ryan Shaw. Shout my out to brother. Ryan Shaw for shooting it. Shout out to uh, Taryn. Shout out to Julie. Shout out to Markay. Markay. Shout out to Jessica. Everybody yep. who came by and did some background stuff for us. Shout out to the city of Monrovia, California. <laughs> for not shutting us down. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to everybody who worked on that. Um, okay. I don't think I have any other shout outs this week. Um, okay. Then shout out it. to Nathaniel. He continues to hit me up on Instagram and, and tell us he loves the show and whatnot. So shout out to Great. Nathaniel. Shout out to Justin. Uh, Who's Justin? It's another friend of mine, fan of the show. You have a lot of friends, man. No, I have a lot of fans of the show. People don't care from people don't care about me outside of what I can do for them. Um, just kidding. It's very one-sided. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone. Shout, yeah, shout out. Shout, shout out, out to everyone. everyone in the world. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the aliens. Uh, yeah. All right. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at Bisha Bisha Bisha. You can find me at Asan the DJ at A H S O H N the DJ at Asan.com. and you can find us both. At weeklyregular.com or at weeklyregular on the Soch. On, on the Soch. All right, we will see you next time. See you next week.